Well, according to a new study, Arlene, are you ready? Hi. Hey, Jen. Welcome back. Welcome back. Um, Here we are. Oh, I'm, so, I'm always so glad to get to this part of the week. Um, listen, I'm going to talk about drinking. I know we've talked about drinking alcohol on the show. Drinking a bottle of wine a week has the same cancer risk. Get this. I mean, these aren't a lot of cigarettes. It's the same risk as smoking five cigarettes every week for a man and 10 cigarettes for women. I don't know why women and men are always so different. Like, why is a woman's haircut? Wait a minute. Why is a woman's wait, haircut one hundred and twenty-five dollars more than a man's haircut? Wait a minute. That okay. That's two different topics. <laughs> let's start. Let's t- topic Seriously, number one. Man's haircut five dollars. No. Woman's that'll be three hundred and seventy dollars. No. Man's please. shirt dry cleaning three dollars. Woman's fifteen dollars. <laughs> okay, but let's come back to that because you. I, I want to. Let's just put the brakes on this. Drinking whole... a bottle of wine a week is not a lot of wine. I used to drink a freaking bottle of wine a night, and then I was opening another I, bottle I, of wine, and then. I would probably have three fingers of some kind of hard liquor or Bailey's, followed by perhaps some cough syrup. I don't know. Is this even logical? I thought it was supposed to be good for your heart. Oh, God. Who's... I thought a glass of wine. It no, changes that, every studies. week. Exactly. Peanut butter is going to kill you. Wine's going to kill you. Exercise, exercise is a silent is... killer. Exercise, that's right. <laughs> Watch out. Those of you at home who think exercise is good for you, there will be a study out next week telling you that it's like smoking 10 cigarettes. Okay, well, exercise. get this. Here's something even freakier. Okay, the wine thing's still out. People are going to argue that point forever. There's going to be new studies. Okay, there's scientists in England, and I know people will find this fascinating because I am, this almost scares me. They're developing some kind of an alcohol substitute, and it's supposed to not cause hangovers. They're, it's called Alcarl. Alcarel. Isn't it called? Isn't it Al-car- called? Isn't it called cannabis? No, it's called. No, well, <laughs> it's called Alcarel. It's called cannabis, but it's An supposed to relax substitute. you. No, sorry. It's supposed to like relax you the same, but no hangovers and no health issues. So, isn't part of drinking the social side of it? The I know, whole. I mean, I guess if you just want to have the buzz. What do you think of take, that, though? Seriously. Oh, okay, we're going to think up something else that makes you feel. They're saying relaxed. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't. I personally would not touch it in a million years. But then I keep thinking to myself, is this going to encourage people that have like fought to maintain their sanity, quit drinking alcohol, and now some scientist is in no this isn't alcohol this will be different you'll you'll be relaxed you and there's no there's no side effects there's no hangover and you I don't care what it is people will abuse any substance that is put in front of them so I don't think this is ever going to work ever going to fly on, it's just, like hold on I just have to have a drink of my coffee okay drink your <laughs> but listen look at the vaping look at the those vaping things okay they still, it's still nicotine, like the, the the packets that you buy, and now they're all flavors that entice kids. There's watermelon and bubble gum and and raspberry and cool mint and and chocolate. I mean, these are all vaping flavors. I don't get it. There's a billboard in Dundas that is some vaping thing. It's giant. You and don't it's... you don't get vaping, but I have one for you that I don't get. And you you've done this, so I do you want... want do you do you think vaping's okay? Uh, no, I don't. I you know I, I don't have an opinion of it to be honest. Uh, I, think, I, just, I, think I think it's vaping, just as bad. I don't know enough about it. Like but they're I don't trying know to sell it the... as a, a healthy alternative to smoking. I think it I is think healthier it's... than smoking. Okay. I, I mean I don't know that for a fact, but I'm guessing it is. But I don't know. I'm gonna look that up. We're not scientists here on uh, the business of life. I just. <laughs> I better give that as a disclaimer. But, but, Arlene does not know if it's safer than tobacco products. 
And uh, I think it I guess we've is. just lost another sponsor. We will not be sponsored by a vaping company. Why haven't we got a sponsor? Listen, yet? we're so close. We are. I no, feel we're like not. On they, the brink. You know what happens? They come and they they send us notes and they say, "Hey, we're interested." <laughs> and then they the, the next show comes out, and then you never hear from them again. Like they're like dropping off like lemons. It's you. It can't be anything. Well, I think it's because we talk a lot about cotton gussets. <laughs> it's it's you know what it is. Okay, I want to talk to you about something you're doing. <laughs> no, you were going to tell me something. This is you. You said I'm not going to agree with this. With I, okay, first of all, I think vaping is, is is I think I think there's there's anyway. Let's move off vaping because I don't know. She doesn't know quite whether and okay, I, I believe on. it to be healthier. I believe it to be healthier. Oh my god. Um, what is with the face mask thing? I do not oh, understand. I like no, she's talking Why about the peel-off mask. See? Why do I need to see women wearing them on the plane? I do not. Are they underst- wearing them yes. on the plane? Okay, and then I've they never... take selfies of them on. The- I don't want to see you. I'm sorry. I know you've I done took, this. I take. I them don't want to see the face mask on you. Oh, I don't want to see it. I put this gold one on. Uh, a couple of nights ago. You're not answering my question. I don't know why they put them on, Arlene, and I would never put one on in public in a million years. But you yes, are I putting did. it on in public because you're I'm broadcasting taking... it all over your social media. But it's funny. Listen, the gold one that I put on, it might not. It's probably not even on there because those stories disappear like in 24 hours. I put this gold one on. I bought it at a discount store that That's I will a good not place name, to buy Nordstrom it. Rack. I bought it there. Oh, so they're not going to ever sponsor us no, either. No, no, you know how you go through the aisle to get to the cash register and they have all those you little things always hanging? always do that. You tell me that. I oh never do God, those. Oh, my God. I get sucked in every time. I think I left with a package of 10 edible underpants and, like, some colored pens that are scratch and sniff. And then I got some nuts that were covered with, like, cayenne. I buy the Expired 2013. Stuff. They <laughs> fell off a truck outside <laughs> of Red Deer. Anyway, I uh, bought this mask. It was gold, sparkly gold. And I thought, that'll be nice, you know, for the CSAs. And, oh, my God, Arlene. I could not get it off. It was a glitter? It was glittery and gold. I followed the instructions. It was on for 30. I felt my skin tightening. I felt like I had been under a blow dryer in a desert for like six weeks. My skin, my eyes were like starting to bulge out. I'm like, I better get this thing off. So I started, It's like the instructions show like a one finger kind of peeling the edge by your cheekbone, which I don't have. Uh, maybe that's the problem right there. And then, and I pulled just, it. Just two oh inches lower. My. Your cheek, you have a cheap one. just two inches lower than it used to be. That's what I always say. I'm the same body I've always had. Now just it's two my jawline. Yeah, that was your jawline. My line. cheekbone's my jaw. But I, I Anyhow, you Pulling tried, it off, off. Oh, it was just so painful. I'm like, I don't know if I can get this off. Why would you put something on your face that you don't know what's in it, Jan? This is your, your skin is a living organ. It's Why your largest organ. Why would you have sex organ. with a stranger? You just. I'm. <laughs> I told you not to talk about that. I told you I did it because I was desperate. What a question. Why would you put up something that you don't know what's in there? I don't know what's in anything. I mean, it's your face. It's your face. Have a freaking cracker. I don't know what's even in that stuff. Okay, but let's go back to why do I need to see it on your social media? I think it's funny. It's like... And, I don't want to see it. Okay. Like, next, I'm going to watch you clipping your toenails. I don't want to see oh, that come either. On. Well, I'm going to do a, no, a nail clipping thing just for you this week. <laughs> you probably my will. nails are pristine. I my toenails. I get up. I get a pedicure. Not a lot, but I bet you I do it every three weeks, which is plenty. And they're like twenty five bucks. <laughs> 
What is it? <laughs> Listen, I I'm, hi Jean. I'm still I'm still imagining you, Arlene. First of all, this is a girl. Like, here, listen, what you just said. I I am like I, hygiene's so important. I get my toenails done every three weeks, but I go into the dollar discount store and I buy something with gold gold flakes in it, and I stick it I on my face, it. which is where I make my money. <laughs> and I, I make my money with my bum, Arlene. <laughs> You probably put a bum one on too. I think everybody you, knows that. That's called like that's called a hemorrhoid cream, okay? Which also can be used on your face <gasps> under I your knew eyes. I people that did under use hemorrhoid cream yes. under their eyes yes. to get rid of I, puffiness. Everybody does that. Everybody, I have never done that. Have you actually done that? No, but I, I think it makes sense. Who's everybody then? Everybody I've ever known. Okay, everybody you've ever. <laughs> actually, my <laughs> one of my exes used to do. That. <laughs> But I think he was putting it elsewhere too, so I don't quite got quite sure. I I know we were talking about fake alcohol, but all I'm saying is I couldn't get the the mask off. Okay, fast forward. We're we're moving we're moving ahead because I don't know where you're going, and you got that look in your eye. I I've talked about this before. The 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 you know that I'm kind of a plant based person. I'm not all the way there, but I'm going to say I'm ninety percent, which is not bad. I still there's a bit of cheese, which would be the dairy end of things, but for the most part. I'm moving forward. <laughs> okay, Arlene just <laughs> spit water out of her nose. What happened? Can anyone tell me what we're talking okay, about? Okay, we're right talking now? about you. I, I'm like ninety percent there with being vegan. What's so funny about <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I was still on the face mask. <laughs> I was doing visual imagery of you with that. <laughs> with the... I'm sorry everybody, but uh, oh, it's good to laugh. Uh, well, maybe okay. you're laughing I got, in the car. I, I, can I get a towel or something? Like, I have a mess in here. Can we get a wetsuit for can Arlene? We, <laughs> I need, like, we need to start putting plastic down on the seats before I sit down. Well, oh, that's you, another thing. Like, you know, like, you lo- like, oh, we can talk about that for another show. Menopause? We'll no, we, we, we'll we're, talk we're about talking about bladder control? Oh, God. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be... Oh, oh, she just got oh, a roll I, of paper towels. Throw it at me. <laughs> throw it at me. Anyway, I'm nothing almost... Nothing but the best for us here at Bell. I, nothing I, but the best. I'm almost vegan, as you know. 90%. But I'll tell you what. Which 10% a and, of you isn't a vegan? And, <laughs> my left foot. Here. My, uh, I was eating vegan uh, jerky the other day, uh, okay. and, and someone said, like, they, they tweeted me and said, what's in vegan jerky? I said, well, it's probably vegans. They just dehydrate <laughs> vegans and make jerky out of them. Anyway, I'm sorry I even said that. You know that A&W is like one of my favorite products. Mm-hmm. They have a Beyond Meat burger. Mm-hmm. And they have a hard time even keeping it in mm-hmm. stock because everyone's buying these Beyond Meat burgers. And you really wouldn't be able to tell the difference. Anyway, I love them. It's my favorite thing. Burger King is now entering into that whole realm. And they are partnering with Impossible Foods. And they're doing the Impossible like Meatless Whopper. It's called the Meatless Impossible Whopper. So it's plant-based. And it's like, I'm just so excited because I will be like at front row in my car to try all these plant-based burgers. But the consumer has spoken. I'm telling you, change is afoot, Arlene. Change is afoot. There's you are the ha- most optimistic person ever, which is why I love you. I mean, I think I'm optimistic till I talk to you. And I think, no, she sees... Be- she oh, sees- my gosh. I drive by cows and I'm going, guys, it's coming. It's- <laughs> the future is coming. Like, oh, the no. whoppers are going to... But if you can do two plant-based meals... 
like a week, you are doing so much good. You're doing good for your body. You're doing great for the environment. Mm. Anyway, oh God, I feel I feel like I've been exercising early in that laughing. <laughs> Sorry. I just feel like okay. Let's talk. talk speaking about laughing. Okay. okay, we just speaking about laughing. You know what? I think I need to go to the bathroom. And, Do you? And just, well, I'm, I'm covered in water everywhere. Okay. Like, my face is, like, from sneezing. Not uh, my face, you guys. Not anywhere else. No. Um, well. Well, <laughs> maybe. I, yeah, I have no a, comment yeah. about that. <laughs> Listen, do you need a little break? I need a little break. Okay. Well, we'll be back. La, 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 la. All right, so we're back. I have taken. You look a, better. You I look have dried drier. off. I have dried off everything. Um, that was pretty funny. We're talking about uh, what were we talking about? We're well, talking about vegan burgers. I, That's what we're I mean, I was about. about to talk about that, but then you just blew water out of your nose. <laughs> so because well, you were thinking about me and my face mask, I, I, like I, you do no. have to use caution, and I do agree with you. Before we go forward onto a new topic. I did not read what the ingredients were on the tube. I probably still have enough left in there for like six applications, and I can assure you that I will not be doing them. Good. But I'm going to give it away and go, I try this. I think you'll really like it. I'm going to do some counseling with you. We're going to go to those stores. where We're going to walk up and down those last aisles. That's my favorite. And I'm going to make you not buy anything. Why? Because it's a waste of money, because it's, it's impulse buying, because it's always something you don't need. Well, not oh, always. Oh, come on. Not always. Some of the products that we sell are in those aisles. And I ate really all good. the nuts. <laughs> I'll buy those. But I think they did give me diarrhea. Well, they were from 2013. <laughs> and they had a lot of cayenne on them. They're, but, you know, it's a cayenne nut. What do you want, right? What, you do, you, what put, do you think? You, you know? shouldn't put cayenne on your nuts. There's a lesson for everybody out there today. Do not put cayenne on Moving your nuts. Moving forward. Um, I, I so just talking about uh, we're talking about veganism and we're talking. I don't think I'm ever going to be a vegan. No, um, I, I really enjoy really great could you plant-based do, food. Could though. you do three days a week? I, I don't. I don't. You know, personally, I don't eat that Doesn't much. I, I eat a lot of fish and chicken and great. beef and you know, like I I have a but I do eat a lot of vegetables. I eat a salad every day. Yes, like I love vegetables. I love fruit. So I'm I'm not feeling You're like fine. I'm eating too much of anything. Um, but you know what I have done that's really made a difference in my life, like. I can't even begin to tell you. I've gone on this in- intermittent fasting thing. Okay, tell me about that. Everybody's doing it's this. The, uh, it is. It's changed my life. So what do you do? Well, well t- changed my, my life. It's it, it's not okay. like God. It's not like as no, no, good no. as God, but it's it's <clears throat> close. Just t- walk me through it. Okay, my friend, my friend does this. Okay, so the theory is is that you can eat for uh, eight hours a day, and you fast for. Uh, 16 hours a day. So whatever those eight hours are, so 11 to 7 you can eat or 12 to 8 or 7 in the morning to 3, whatever those eight hours you choose are, you get to eat. Um, and then the rest of the hours you do not eat. You drink water, you can have tea, you can, you know. And and they, so I, I tend to go from 11 to 7 because those eight hours are good for me. I, I like usually like a midday meal, which Well, you came in here today me. and said you hadn't eaten yet today. Right. And, and so you can push. That was late for me. So you, yeah. you get and you get you find yourself you are hungry the next day like you are coaching your body to and then in those eight hours you're eating you're not as fussed by what you're eating because you can only eat so much quantity because you're I know you're you working you're doing your thing I mean you you do care still but it's not like you're eating a specific I like diet. that or I you can break on your system too it's it, a it makes real sense break on your system 
to not have your body working constantly, you, di- digesting, and you wake up feeling like you've digested all of your food, that your stomach is empty, that your body is ready you to, to consume. Going to the bathroom on a regular basis. You I go do, to the bathroom a, a on a regular needs to ask basis. The question. You do. Um, and in fact, I because I'm drinking so much water. I mean, I've always been a big water drinker, but I'm drinking even more water now. Or the other option is two days a week. You can only eat 500 calories on those two days a week. Oh my so, god! What's that? An apple and a freaking. But those are that's, that's more hardcore true fasting. But this intermittent fasting, I love it. I, I'm telling you, I, I've lost weight on it. I feel better you on it. You look amazing. Yeah, well, thanks. Well, you do. Thanks. But I feel better. I feel so much better. Do you and think it's, it's so because easy. you're giving your body that break? Yes. Like when you think about it, I mean, it's we're discipline. at a certain age. Discipline. And it's just like your body's a machine. Let's face it. It's a machine that you feed and you fuel. But it would be, to me, I always liken it as running a 747 24 hours a day. The plane stops, fuels, goes, stops. I mean, I I would be worried about being in an aircraft that never stopped to do maintenance. And I I always think of our bodies as those, those machines, too. Like you... I like the idea. I'm going to try it. I'm going to do it my, because my, my friend Stephanie just swears by it. She does the intermittent, but she also doesn't eat Wednesdays and she doesn't eat Saturdays. So she's doing both, the two days she's a week doing, thing so, and the intermittent. So the That's five a lot. days a week, she's doing, like like you said, 11 to 7. Mm-hmm. And she said she loves it. She says it's tons of food. She has really treats herself. Yep. Um, I don't think popcorn so much. Exactly, and blah, blah, blah. Whatever you want. <clears throat> yeah. But then, and I said, well, Wednesdays and Saturdays. She goes, Jan, I don't even think about it. She goes, it's so easy. Yeah, I, you know, for me, it's created a... I, the, one of the reasons I started it is I, I had a friend who was doing it as well, and she loved it. And I kind of poo-pooed it and said, really? Like, come on, it can't be that big a difference. And then I read somewhere that when you travel, when you fly a lot... 80% of people who travel are likely to either be obese or become obese because well, what's happening is you and me both. Well, it's because your your circadian, circadian clock gets all messed up about time of when you're eating and where what time zone you're on. I I don't and, adhere to any times. I I, right. I try but I just can't. So this 11 to 7 is something you can take with you wherever you travel. And that that having that 18-hour um, or 16-hour break. break really makes a huge difference. I, I, I try it. I bet I you. Will. I bet, I'm going to report back when we speak next Saturday. Yeah. yeah. So I think, um, and you know, we eat too much food anyhow. We're eating constantly, yeah. 24-7, you know, like it's just too much food. Adam says he's doing it. And do you love it? Yes. See? Yeah, see, we all love it. Like it's, it makes a difference. I think it's how the human body was meant to operate. It wasn't. They meant didn't to have access to time. food twenty four right. hours a right. day. Right. People didn't have. They sometimes they ate every three or four days, depending on what they found or killed. I mean, when you my they I ate often, what they killed. I, I talked to, to my grandma so many times about, you know, when she remembers as a little girl, you know, settling outside of Wetaskiwin, the family farm up there. And this would have been like 19, oh gosh, 1915, 1918. She was just a little girl, five or six years old. <clears throat> and they lived temporarily in sod huts. But she said, you know, the first really? thing that they got, yeah, they sod. On the prairie. She said, if we were lucky, we'd have a little window that someone, you know, would have been carrying with them on the wagon. Holy. That, that they would put in, they'd, they'd have a little bit of light that came through because someone brought a window with them. I suppose. Um, eh? Yeah, just before the barns got built, before the houses got built, she said sometimes they were in those sod huts for two years, like through winters and everything. Such fascinating stories. Our Mm -hmm. ancestors were an intrepid group of people. Mm -hmm. Anyway, she said the first thing, first priority was getting the garden in. 
getting the gardens going, getting that planting in. Because she's, let's face it, you know, you, you're looking at that 12, 16 grow period before you can pull your potatoes out. There was some mm-hmm. lettuces and things they could eat right away. And the radishes came up really quickly and things like that. I learned a lot from my grandmother about gardening. But anyway, um, yeah, w- when you're telling me this now, it makes so much sense. They didn't have access to food. You couldn't have snacks all the time. It's no wonder they sent men out in the morning on the farms with a pound of bacon, yeah. 18 eggs, and a loaf of bread because yeah. they didn't eat again yeah. probably for 15 hours. Exactly. No, I think I think that there's a lot of... And no one was fat. P- exactly. And you know what? I think there's a lot of common sense to it. So try it and let's report back. And I, I want to see. I expect you to be down 20 pounds by oh next week. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I don't energy. know. My energy level is higher than it's been. I mean, I've been doing that and I've been doing my cycling. So yeah, those are that's the two good. things. That's important. I've been doing exercise and just, but I haven't really, and I'm I'm drinking far, far, far less. Like Alcohol. I, alcohol. Way less alcohol. Okay. So, you know. Well, but, why, okay, why, why did that enter it? Because if, if we're talking the period from 11 till 7, like you, on the break, you were you just touched on you know those late night dinners with friends mm-hmm. that you're eating out at eight thirty. The meal comes at nine, the wine and mm-hmm. or having a cocktail. So does that just kind of go away with that? I mean, I'm sure you still go for dinner once in a while. I do. I mean, you have to be. That's the challenge with my lifestyle is that there's a lot of that, right? Socializing. So if you're going out, you just have to be really purposeful. You have to, you know, if I'm going out and I know there's an event, I'll try not to eat until twelve or one, and then you know to that gives me that. to push that limit of time period that I'm eating in, but it's hard. Um, it's harder doing that. So why do you think the alcohol is kind of taking a back seat a little bit? Because alcohol um, diminishes my willpower. And so my ability to stay on something goes away when I drink. So, you know, like, yeah, but, like I think this is true for sexual promiscuity, for, oh, you know, for, for, for eating, for, you know, the, the risks your you're going to take. It takes your willpower away, at least it does for me. Um, at least the eating part, the sexual promiscuity part, I don't want to talk about on air. <laughs> you crazy. Um, I know, I just am crazy. Um, <clears throat> but I, I, uh, I do think that it has impacted my and you know what I notice it uh, the where I notice it the most is in my skin yeah do you notice that like when you stop drinking that you just know, oh my I mean, god I love, my, alcohol, my face my head changed your hair my uh, everything with with the absence of alcohol but go online anytime look up the before and after of, of uh, it, it doesn't always need to be recovering alcoholics. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of people that, you know, even young women that have taken a picture before, you know, they've been clubbing for, for you know, eight months and doing the clubs, and now they're going to do like 30 days without alcohol. And, and a lot of young women and young men are posting the side by each pictures as they do on social media. And it really is, it was one of those hashtag things. I forget what the hashtag was, but it's unbelievable yeah. how different they look. Well, I was just reading. Skin, eyes, lips, yeah, puffiness, everything. pores, coloration. Mm-hmm. Um I was just reading that millennials are drinking far less than they used to. I'm so glad to hear is, it. I uh, worry about alcohol. Yeah, that, um, al- that they're drinking a lot less. I, I'm not even sure what the reason is, but I know that they are drinking a lot less. So they're, All those mocktails are gaining speed. I'll tell you what. Um, yeah, because they're good. They taste good. Well, and- most restaurants now are understanding that there's still a real monetary value in offering their clients that are the designated driver or the ones that are, you know, on a blah, blah, blah diet um, or just aren't imbibing yeah and they're dinging you nine ten dollars for a for for a a non-alcoholic version of a mojito or kind of a spin on a manhattan that doesn't have alcohol in it um i've been drinking the last you know four or five months a a company called seed lip 
S-E-E-D-L-I-P. Hmm. And they do botanicals. Maybe will they'll sponsor us. Oh, my gosh. Will they they're, sponsor us? They're so fantastic. Seedlip. Seedlip. Call 1-800-Jan well, listen, even Jan if you and don't, Arlene. <laughs> even if you don't want to sponsor us, I love your product so much. They have three different versions. Um, I think one's called Garden. One's one's a little bit more spicy. But anyways, it's based on the theory, like when you have a gin, like yeah. a, a nice gin, the botanical, the juniper or the, the overtone. It came from the UK. So it's, it's a UK company that started that. Is it? Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, it's it's... It's a distilled non-alcoholic yep. thing, and I the ritual of it is really cool for me because instead of having a diet soda or a soda or a juice or something sugary, I can have a soda water, an ounce or two of the seed lip, which is very much yep. like pouring yourself a cocktail on ice with a slice yep. of lemon. Fantastic. It's been a real game changer yep. for me socially. And they have little bottles that I can throw in my purse. I travel with it. And I think having the and I get asked about it all the time. What is that? What is that? What is that? I said it's a botanical. I'm I'm drinking herbs and spices and and uh, it's fantastic. There's a famous one. I'm trying to think of the name of it. They started in the UK and it's um I think it's a royal family thing. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, and it's all botanicals and they've just made a fortune on it. They've done the same thing, which is like you said, junipers and um, they've got. Um, They've got um, well, citrus and yeah. and it's it's really really good and I think you know being in the food investment business and the beverage investment business we see everything. The latest thing right now is oat milk. Oat milk. Oat milk is the latest thing. So you you know we well, went what, from coconut water that? to almond milk to soy milk to now oat milk. And and it's all about kind of production and the caliber of the you know the what you're getting from the product itself. Nutritionally, nutritionally is it the way to go? Is nutritionally it, is it's it good protein-y? for you? It's, yeah, it's better for you. I mean, it's all it's the latest thing right now, you know. But as I said, it was almond milk, then it was soy milk, then or in that whatever order. Now mm-hmm. it's oat milk. So there's all these things, and I, my office is I love going to my job because every day we get so many fantastic products. Jan, you should see the innovation that's going on out there. It's, it's you were telling me amazing. once about I don't know I can't remember quite if it was um, food that was beyond its shelf date or something about juices i can't remember we, we had a really quick conversation on the street mm. or that the bottles recycled into bottles that they reused oh this was a this is a company that um takes uh, f- uh fruit that's just about to expire yeah, that's what it and was and then they create juices of it and they put it it's called loop and they put it into recycled bottles and then it, it's recycled everything i think i don't know if the bottles are recycled but they're recyclable and then they basically uh, then sell the juice, which would have been from produce that would have gone bad or been thrown out because it wasn't perfect. I mean, we're also doing work with a company from Dragon's Den that's called Greenlid. And Greenlid is this... Um, these, this Greenlid? Yeah, Greenlid. And it's a compost <clears throat> bin. And you can, like, literally the lid, you keep the lid, it's a little green rubber lid, and you get the bin, which is made out of this fully recyclable, um, reusable, reducible, biodegradable, Bag? you name it. No, it's a little kind of... Container? It feels like, it looks like a little bit like a cardboard container. Oh, okay. Um, and you put it on your counter or an, under your sink, and you throw your compost in there, and then you take the entire container and throw it into your compost, and it all biodegrades. I love and that. And so it's 100% recyclable. 
recyclable, 100% biodegradable. It's really amazing. It's a Canadian invention, and they're selling them all over the world. And and they're doing it for pets now, too. So the the the, the, the litter boxes are okay. made out of this so that that's also, instead of having to clean out a plastic container all the time and do all those things for messiness for cats and stuff. So the, the cat, the litter, and the poo, and the pee, and everything goes into the compost? Everything. The whole bin? The whole, the whole bin. Oh, my gosh. I love that. You don't have to scoot. I used to have three cats, and that was quite the undertaking. Yeah. yeah, so it's very cool. There's so much innovation in Canada. Listen, I have long said, and I've had so many conversations over dinner over the last 10 years, when there is a fortune to be made in helping the environment, cleaning the environment, when when investors, when young inventors, when scientists, when corporations, when mm-hmm. like even big petroleum companies, they're, they're starting to see the, the value in... The value in saving the planet and making money at the same time. Yeah, they, well, they're getting there. I mean, but 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 don't you don't you agree? Like, if, yeah. if someone's going to make their fortune making the environment better, you don't think they're not going to do it? Yeah, they're t- going Tesla, to Tesla. I mean, isn't that all about you know like the electrical car and 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 batteries versus having to you know use fossil fuels? I mean, there's going to be there's going to be a transition. We still the world will still need you know traditional production of energy, but there is going to be a transition, and that transition is going to be fueled by consumer demand and those things will happen over time and the traditional industries will find other things that they can do to you know to provide to that whether it's through clean technology or or whatever it is so i think i think this is uh, our, our world is very much evolving in that respect i just lo- i just read this article about these two young guys uh, they're making bracelets out of plastic that they find in the ocean and the sale of those bracelets is what is allowing them to hire more people like in third world countries or on the along the coast of the Philippines or wherever these they're operating all these boats now they they're taking ton after ton after ton after ton of plastics out of the ocean and recycling it yeah it's it's and and it's and it's they're involving local people and they're giving people jobs yeah. like they're making money yeah. so instead of these people i mean it's amazing their before and after pictures are they've inspired me so much these two young guys they went on a holiday somewhere i wish i knew their names so i could give them credit they went on a holiday somewhere and they they looked at the beach they're probably surfing or something and having a few drinks and going what is going on with this yeah. beach? Yeah. And they decided to do something about it. Yeah. So whenever you feel like, I know so many times people are sitting at home going, what do I do? Well, A, you can support the companies that are doing the good things. Pick you up can, after yourself. You can order yourself a bracelet. I mean, yeah. it starts so with much. little things. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of times I think people get frozen and so they end up doing nothing. Can we change the topic? Because this is something that I've wanted to talk to you about personally. Because I have found change the topic from food. Well, I found myself in a little bit of a of a situation. Not all, and I'm not talking about myself. I really am not. But I'm okay. talking about a friend of mine. Okay. And it is about um, emotional relationships. Having yep. emotional relationships. Yeah. When you are in a partnership, so I'm in a bit of a quandary. I mean, this is, you know, you you're asked to, like don't say anything, but I'm texting this guy, or I'm, uh, but my friend is doing this right now. It's a texting. Sexting uh, or just texting. I haven't asked just a, her a just lot Just a close relationship it. where they're starting to say good things, nice, Absolutely. close things. They're sharing and, a lot about their lives with somebody else. Yes. And they're in another relationship. Yes. And is that cheating? Well, I don't know if I don't know if that's the question I'm asking you. What's the question? I don't. I don't know. Isn't that just normal human behavior? Don't we rely on people outside of our intimate relationships to? bolster us up or to give us things that 
our partners necessarily aren't providing us with like is it a slippery slope like i don't know i think there's so many different opinions i mean i bet you could ask 10 people and get 10 completely different takes on it i think it's a little bit dangerous because it takes away from the person that you're with you're not sharing those things and i think it causes more of a gap or more distance yeah, I mean, I don't think I would be happy. I, I, maybe now in my life I'd be more mature about it. But if I think back, you know, when I was younger, if somebody I was in love with or close to and was having a relationship with, um, I found them texting things, you know, all the time to somebody else, and they were constantly sharing everything with, you know, a quote, other woman, I would be jealous of that. I don't think I would I would rather my partner had a one-off sex thing than sharing everything than having an ongoing yes emotional year long two year long texting social media clandestine things taking your phone into the bathroom um my friend just found a conversation it's going it's about to be her ex-husband which is you know always sad but you know the you know how the the uh, the texts come up uh, the the alerts, I guess they call them, it comes up in those bands. Like yeah. I'm like, be smart about this, people. If you're going to do these yeah. things, like, don't get phone, alerts yeah. on your phone. Yeah. Like, yeah. And so she's sitting there, and these bands are coming up. It was a banal conversation, in as much as it wasn't like, show me your boobs, or it was none of that. But it was very <laughs> tender, mm-hmm. and it was like, close. You know, how was it your was day? Close. Yeah. Oh, and, and she's watching this. Yeah. So obviously she only saw the one side, the woman's side of it coming up. And But, you know, these they were coming in fast and furious. She's sitting there with her kids, feeding them breakfast, looking at her husband's phone, reading these things. And it was the beginning of the end for their marriage. So it opened up a can of worms, and then they just, it was very contentious. And it went sideways from there. So now they're actually going, they're getting a divorce. Yeah, not because of that, but because I, well, he wasn't emotionally, he probably wasn't sharing those things with her. He wasn't open. Like, I guess, I mean, if he left his phone, oh, well, it actually raises another question. So I'm going to come to another question okay. on that same topic. He left his phone on the counter. Well, all right. So wanted him, wanted her to see it. I don't think he did. I think if, if you're in a relationship with somebody, should you let them see every single thing that goes on your phone? Or no. You, really? Why no. not? Why not? What, what are you hiding? I don't hiding? know. What are you hiding? I d- I don't know because I think you have to have some kind of autonomy. I think you have to have, I think you have to have life a life together, and I think you have to have also a life apart. I don't think it's always necessary to take your partner on a holiday. I don't. I really don't. I think if you want to go with your girlfriends or your guy friends, I think there has to be some kind of trust. I I hate it when I have a gathering sometimes and I have my girlfriends want to bring their husbands. I'm like, no, you're not bringing your husband. I'm like, okay. I mean, a lot of times they're like, yes! Or they their husbands realize it's just a girl's night. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. It gets a little precarious when you're in a same-sex relationship because a girl's night out... Is a, is a girl's night is out. Is <laughs> all the girls, right? Yeah. But, yeah. you know, you're doing stuff with your girlfriends that aren't your partners. So I think the same rules apply. It's a no-partner night. I don't... I think that's two different things, though. I don't think it's... I don't think saying, listen, I, there's some stuff I just want to do on my own. Would you want someone to read everything on your phone? I wouldn't... If I was in a relationship, I wouldn't care. 
I, I, I honestly care. wouldn't. No, I wouldn't care. Just go ahead and read whatever you want. And, you know, but be prepared to read whatever you want. Like, you know, like See, whatever. there's a caveat. Yeah, like it's, yeah, like go ahead. Like I'm fine, but don't don't blame me if you don't like how I said something or who I said it to or, you know, that's different than I'm having a constant emotional exchange with somebody, you know, at the same time that I'm trying to have a relationship with somebody else. I think those are different things. I would, I, I would probably be, I would probably be How jealous. do you broach the, so... You see this at the very beginnings and you just see some quick exchange. Do you bury it? Or how would you even go about starting that conversation? Because it's always this quandary. Why were you looking at my phone while it was on the table? I was feeding your children and you had these things coming up on your phone. And then your mind goes, then your mind starts piecing together a story that is probably not true. Why, you're, you, you're, why don't you want me looking at yeah, your phone? Why, why did you, now, well, then you, you go back in time and you're like, oh, that time... You know, he or she took the phone into the bathroom or you went for the drive, you went to pick up our coffees or you went to pick up the pizza. You said, oh, no, I'll go take, drop this off. Like, And you start putting all these things, were they actually doing things? I think that's how the human brain works. But then I think emotional relationships are really paramount to the health and wellness of a human being and that yeah. we get different things from different people. So is the trick to just be with someone that's really confident and I'm telling you, my friends, uh, the texting thing that was going on with her husband was not a sexual relationship. It wasn't. It was a work thing, and they were really very close. Yeah. But it's still, it's almost like an emotional affair, I guess. I mean, that sounds a little bit different, but it sounds like an emotional affair. And there is, and I guess, are you cheating? If you don't have any sexual relationship, is that cheating? Or as you say, is that just supporting yourself as a human with somebody who can give you something your partner can't? What is cheating? Yeah, what is cheating? So that's, maybe that's the question that's coming up with how social media is. Because we're having conversations with old high school friends and old college friends and old workmates in an unprecedented way. Mm -hmm. We are connecting things that... Would never have happened even, I'm going to say, 15 years ago. Not even like 10 years ago. People are now hooking up with ex-girlfriends and striking up, you know, relationships or ex-boyfriends or whatever, like way after the fact. Like, how did you guys meet? Oh, we used to date in high school and we reconnected on Instagram, social media, whatever. They're saying that Instagram is the new Tinder. You said that. I don't know where I'm living these days. Like, I just am not in that scene, I guess. And, you know, like, oh, who was it who... um, uh, just at the CSAs, they had a brilliant. Oh, it was um, it was uh, Marsh, um, uh, not Marsha. What um, uh, God, the, the um, we're having a moment, ladies and gentlemen. We are Arlene Mary Dickinson. Mary Walsh. Mary Walsh, yeah. And her comment, I, I'll, I'll paraphrase it, but she basically said it's so great to be at an age where you no longer care so much about being desirable for anyone else, and the, you start to be focused on kind of who you are. And I, yeah, you're I'm, the, I'm, you're the what did to she be say? the object of somebody else's um, desire. Desire. And now, and you're, now you're the object of your own life. You're the you, yeah. you desire your own life, yeah. and I totally agree. It with that. was such a great statement. So I, I, I don't know where that came well, from. Well, but no, I think but that, we, we uh, once it, it does it does go back to emotional relationships of having to read these words, of having to have somebody else externally tell us how great we are. Tell us that we look nice that day. Tell us I loved what you're wearing. Oh, that thing that you said was so funny and clever. And oh, that was such a good idea. That. I know as I've do gotten like older, I do like what you're That's wearing. Nice. You always you always look good, except um, when I don't. you don't need me to tell you that because 
you know that. You walk into a room and you command that because you are comfortable with yourself. I know that about you. You own you. And it it does come with being, you know, insecure, you know, in 60 places, years yeah. old and and uh and and you and I both have talked about how insecure, I mean, the stuff that I put myself through in my 30s and 40s. I look back at that now and I grieve for the time that misspent time where I felt that I where wasn't you were too focused. I mean, on and you do this. You, you you'll post pictures once in a while of these beautiful pictures of a woman standing in a red dress, and I'm yeah. I'm reading what you're writing, and I'm thinking I'm looking at you, and you're like 45 years old, and you're talking mm-hmm. about. I didn't think that dress looked good. I didn't like my arm. Mm-hmm. I didn't like the shape of my leg. I thought my head looked weird. I didn't like my hair. And I'm reading it, and and I know that when you're writing those things down, you must be having this come to Jesus moment, going, totally. "Oh my God, this woman is a freaking hot." Yeah, I, I it's, like you it's were a con- hot. It's a conscious stream of you thought. You didn't see it, no, because you you look and go, "What on earth was I thinking?" That and then you go through all of, and I actually started writing those down, and this this conscious stream of thought of what I thought when I was looking at these old pictures. And it was, I love them. Thank you. I, I love thank that you. series. You need to hashtag yeah. that series. I should. I don't know what I would say it. I mean, it's, a, it's part of Throwback Thursdays. But what's funny about it is I on Facebook, I post. I was posting the same things until I got shut out of Facebook for some reason. I can't get onto my account. Um, but, uh, but, but. Um, Arlene Dickinson has forgotten her password. That's right. I have. Hello, Facebook. Um, and uh, the, the reaction on Facebook was I, I had women like berating me because how can you have run on sentences like that and where's your grammar and why oh, aren't you punctuating and, and I thought holy smokes you guys like get a life this is like meant to be a conscious dream of this thought this was meant to be and, that and then people were fighting with each other over whether or not I meant it to be or not like it cracks me up it's just so to me like what is why why well the Anyhow. lesson learned is and and maybe Mary Walsh's empowering inspiring speech is the way to leave it um as you as you make your way through life and this this is for young women and young men you know you might feel like you're in a troubled spot right now and you might be looking at yourself and saying all oh, these jeans don't look good and oh I can't wear a short sleeve shirt I mean all these kind of ridiculous things please be easy on yourselves please know that you're just you know that it's hard being a person and that um, you will look back at these photographs and you'll go, oh my gosh, I looked absolutely fantastic. And I guess we'll just leave it with that. Yeah. Arlene, I I hope going forward we can inspire people to just embrace who they are and, and to be honest and, with who and, they and are. And to be honest with themselves. The biggest comment, just in, in, in to summarize all this stuff, like we've done, what, 23 podcasts or something now. I love the comments 30. that we're getting back. 30? 30 podcasts. Sorry, they go by so fast. Of um, just how people are really admiring our candid conversation. So Arlene and I are going to keep those going. We're going to keep being honest and we're going to keep blowing water out of our noses and (laughs) having some fun and talking about things that we care about. So great to see you. Nice to see you. And if we don't get renewed, it's been really nice to have these conversations with (laughs) you. And if we don't find a sponsor, we'll pay for it ourselves. (laughs) But we, (laughs) I love talking to you, Jen. Talk to your friends, everybody. La, 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 la.